Hey guys, welcome back. This week we are talking to our friend Shad. Um, he's a videographer slash cinematographer, um, but we actually met maybe about two years ago, no, three years ago now. Met three years ago um, on a set that we were both working. I was a photographer and he was doing video, um, but super nice guy, very, very helpful. He helped me light this other shoot I had recently um, and taught me a few things. So I'm hoping that you guys are gonna pick up on a lot of great information. Um, I'm hoping he leaves you inspired, um, but he's really great at what he does and I'm excited for you guys to listen. All right, today we have Ashad Ajapong here to talk to us about everything video. So Thanks for having me. We are happy to have you here. Welcome back. <laughs> okay, so can you give us kind of like a, a brief intro before we get into all the good details and everything? Mm -hmm. um, well, um, I'm originally from, from, uh, from Trenton, New Jersey, um, East Coast boy. Um, my, uh, my dad was, um, born and raised in Ghana. Um, and then my mom, she's from Virginia. So, um, I'm Ghanaian, which is what they call it. Um, mm -hmm. and pretty much, um, yeah, like creativity wise, like I never really was like an artsy person. Like I've never mm -hmm. been really into like photography and videos and <laughs> things like that. Like I grew up, like, I like to say, like I grew up a jock, like I, all I did was play sports all my life. Um, mm -hmm. and just like when I got into like my late twenties, this was, it was something that I kind of just picked up. Um, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm here now. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. And you were telling me a while back that you, weren't you like training, were you training yeah. for the Olympics? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So again, like I said, like uh, my, all my life, um, athlete. So I went to, went to university of Rhode Island. Um, I got a, I had a scholarship there to run track. Um, by the time nice. I left there, um, I had like the whole bunch of records and I was like the first track athlete at the school to, um, ever qualify for two events at the NCAA championship. So after, so cool. like, after that, I like, you know, senior year, I'm like, okay, like what I'm going to do. Um, and then my, my coach at the time, he had some really good connections in the South. Um, he was really pushing me to like, you know, do the professional thing. He was like, Hey man, I really think you have some potential to, to, to run the professional circuit. So, Nice. I did it. I took I took a leap of, leap of faith. Um, moved moved down to to Florida, um, and was training at the um, uh, National Training Center down there. And and that's kind of like where my mm -hmm. my seven year run of trying to make the Olympics um, started. Um, I, I never I didn't make it to the Olympics. I, I missed the Olympics two times. So the first time I missed it, um, I ran the qualifying time. But at the time, I was trying to trying to get dual citizenship to run for Ghana. Mm -hmm. um, and I couldn't get it done. I couldn't get it, the dual citizenship in time. So I was sitting on my butt in New Jersey um, at the time. And I was like, dang, uh -huh. I missed out. I missed out on those Olympic games. Um, the yeah. next Olympic games, the next four years, I missed qualifying. I, at the time I was, I was a dual citizen and I missed qualifying by one hundredth of a second in the 200 meters. So oh like that God. was, that was like another, like, oh gosh, Jeez. but. <laughs> but um during that time you know during those seven years like I really like I I've competed all over the world I've been to world championships I've been to mm -hmm. you know I've been to Africa a bunch of times and Ghanaian national championship XYZ all that stuff like that so 
yeah, man, that's I, I still bleed track and field. I, I love it. I'm going to be, I watch it, you know, so it's still a big part of me. Yeah, that's really cool. So, yeah. um, so how did you kind of get started in video? Oh, man. Or video um, and photo. Yeah, well, it started off with photos, um, taking pictures of food, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we all gotta start somewhere yeah right so uh um, you're that so one what person it, taking pictures of your food at, at the restaurant <laughs> yeah right right and, end of your end of your coffee and like oh, i'm gonna post this on instagram <laughs> yeah so i mean it was it, it's it was pretty it's like it was honestly that was like a natural progression so um i was personal training at the time i was you know mm-hmm. i had just moved to i had just moved to houston um and i was i was personal training and i was also um i was working in the school um, I was a phys ed teacher and I was like an athletics coordinator. So I was personal training on the side. I started doing meal preps and things like that, you know, business hustle thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, I got I to gotta really try to like push this thing. So I, I got a camera, started taking pictures of my food, other, other meal preps and <laughs> things like that, you know, uh-huh. posted them. And it was it, it was cool. I was like, man, this this camera thing is like really, really cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then I have a friend who's a dancer. Uh, and this okay. when it kind of like started to move to like taking pictures of like actual people. Um, so she nice. was a dancer and, uh, you know, I was like, hey, you know, you mind if we go out and take some photos? And I just really all like really was fascinated with like body movements and things mm-hmm. like that. So we started taking pictures of her and it kind of just like it, it kind of grew on me. I was like, man, I really, really like doing this. Um and then maybe like a year later, like I was doing the photo thing, you know, getting better at that. And I was like, hey, let me fiddle around with with this video stuff on this camera. Mm-hmm. Like, right, <laughs> why right. not? So same friend um, went out with her and, you know, just we shot like a, a, uh, a dance short film. That was like my first my first video. It was like 10 minutes <laughs> long. Like, like, are you crazy? So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, like we did that. And it honestly, like I... I really fell in love with the video thing because it was like, I don't know, it was just something about the camera movement and then the body uh-huh. moving and things like that. And just like being able to like, you know, put together a story, you know, yeah. or something in your head that you kind of, you know, you're kind of seeing and just like being able to like watch that thing over and over and over. It was, yeah. it's, it's, it's something about that. So, um, yeah, yeah so it's a little more it's a little more fluid than than photography, you know. Yeah, like with photography yeah. the stills are just like as is, but with video it's mm-hmm. like a continuous story. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. When when, yep. when was this more or less? How long ago? Man, this was. So I've been. Uh, man, I was crazy. I was just looking on my Instagram. This was probably about three years ago. No way. That's yeah. all. So, wow. Yeah. So you I'm, I'm only been, so good at yeah. it. Damn, <laughs> that's that is wild. Three years ago. Yeah. So yeah. So there is hope for everybody that just picked up the camera today. Uh, and the, was this when yeah. you were in awesome. New Jersey, or where, where were you at this? Time? No, this was in this was in Houston. All this, all this creative stuff, like video, photos, all this stuff started in Houston. Because like, what what okay. happened was when I was in New Jersey and I, I was coaching and training at the same time. So I literally had no time. Like, I I would go train in the morning at six a.m. And I wouldn't be leaving campus until like 8 p.m. I was coaching at a college, so it, it was it was it was a it was a long day. So when I moved here, I you know I had a, like a a career switch. You know, I was like, hey, you okay. know what? I'm gonna try something different. I'm gonna go mm. you know teach, and it's not really a, a big career shift because I'm still a phys ed teacher and you know coaching sports, but the time like the time commitment was way different. Like you get up at right. seven, you're done at 
you know, 3.30. And then now you got this whole chunk of time on your hands. Um, it was like, dude, I got to find something to do. Like, I'm not training. I'm not competing anymore. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I need something to do. So, um, nice. so yeah, so I just picked it up. Well, for three years, I can just imagine I know, what just like looking at your page. I can just imagine what ten years from now will look like <laughs> yeah. with you, man. Like I you know. Be making movies. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, that's the goal. For that's awesome. And what brought? I know you've told me before, but what brought mm-hmm. you down here to Houston? Um, it was a combination of track and then just like a career shift. Um, I was like getting towards the end of like my running thing, um, mm-hmm. and I was just I was just at a point like at at the time it was like okay, like, I know I want to coach college track and field. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I was, you know, I'm level two certified in track and field. Like, I know my, I, I know the sport in and out. Um, but I just wasn't getting the movement that I wanted to when it came to as far as, like, finding, like, jobs to coach at, you know, mm-hmm. different colleges. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try something different and kind of see, um, you know, what there is to offer, like what's out there for me, you know, something different for me. So, um, I was like, you know what? I had been down to Houston one time before for like a spring break trip. And it, I was like, man, I really like it down there. Um, and it's, warm. Was, yeah, it's, yeah. it's warm. Yeah, it's warm. <laughs> yeah, it's warm. I don't like the cold, you know? So like when I was training, I, I bounced, I bounced around I'm a bit of a nomad. So I lived in LA for a while mm-hmm. back when I was training, I lived in Florida, you know, so I bounced around a little bit. Um, mm. But yeah, so, you know, I was like, let me apply for this teaching job, you know, out there. And um, I applied literally two days later, they called me and I basically ended up moving to Houston within like a week of applying to that, that teaching job. So, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So do you, sorry, Alan. So, do, <laughs> sorry, I was cutting him off again. So do you still have that teaching job? actually uh no so it's 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 kind of crazy like the you know and i'm, I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll get into this but you know mm-hmm. I, I took a i was i was teaching um there for five years um and then i got okay. an opportunity i got an opportunity to for a different job in the in the arts field um in la and i and i took that and kind of just you know went and did that and you know it didn't work out and you know now i'm back here kind of doing the 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 thing yeah um so since you were in la and you, you were there for a while um what's what's the reason you moved back to houston after moving to los angeles um like did you just like houston for maybe there was a need for a, the your art mm-hmm. i'm just, I mean, I'm well, just wondering like what yeah, so, so, so I, I think this, so this is, LA is a, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's the place, right? It's the place that everyone talks about. Like when, it, when you start talking you. about, yeah, <laughs> you start talking about movies and photography and just like the creativity, right, right. you know, creative stuff. Um, so w- when I went out there, um, it, it was an opportunity, like I had an opportunity to work with, um, a, a celebrity, a pretty, pretty big celebrity They have like. Mm-hmm. I think like over 5 million followers on Instagram and like wow. 2 million followers on Twitter. Um, so I went out there and I was, my, my role was to um, curate and create content for social media. So when I went out wow, there. there's um, a job for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, awesome. they, yeah. It's, it, it, and again, like these, like it, it's, it, when you like going out there, like I always would look at him like, like what did like, what do those people really do? But like when I was in it, it was like, dude, like some of these celebrities, like, like just the way, just like 
our generation is shifting where everything is just so like instantaneous and everyone lives their lives on like these social media apps like it's oh, yeah. it's an it's a necessity so right um, so yeah so i was that's out how there they make doing, their money yeah no it, it it really really is like it really really is um so yeah i was i was out there um kind of doing this thing and um I, my reason for coming coming back was just like that that gig didn't really fit what what I ultimately wanted to do or not not let me let me, let me not say that <laughs> at, at, at this point in my life I would say if I was younger I probably would have taken I would have probably done some things differently but since mm-hmm. I'm like I'm at this age I was like you know what I I I'd much rather do it a different way like I don't mm-hmm. I don't really want to like not so not so much waste my time but I just felt like I like I didn't get into this for like to like for the notoriety <laughs> of shooting a celebrity. Like I didn't never yeah. really hear right. about that stuff. Like for me, it was like I really kind of just fell in, fell in love with like being creative, and I wasn't mm-hmm. really given being given the opportunity to be creative. Yeah. Um, so it was like you know what, like I stopped I stopped shooting freelance stuff. I couldn't I wasn't creating any of my own projects or anything like that. It was just everything was focused on that. So that makes it, sense. It was yeah. it, it was it was draining. So I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. This is not a good situation for me. Um and just I felt like I built a good I I was building something good in Houston when I when I left before I left. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So okay. I was like, you know what? I'm going to come back and you know and, and, and just pick up where I left off. Mm-hmm. So how did you face that conflict though? Like in detail? Um, I'm as far as like with, with the person? Yes, with the person and kind of just what was like the like the last straw for you. You know, it doesn't have to be like too into detail, but just kind of yeah, like it, how I mean it, it was it was it? it was just a combination of things and it was just a conversation. Like I I'm a very like straightforward person. Like if something doesn't really feel right or sit well with me, like I just much rather have a conversation about it, and mm-hmm. if, if if it's if it's not in both parties' best interest, then like you know, just let's separate ways and just kind of you know go our mm-hmm. separate ways, you know. So it was just like again, like I just it was I just wasn't happy with how things were being done and a lot of the stuff that I was doing, um, and I expressed that, and it was like you know he he was like you know maybe this isn't you know maybe this is not going to work, and I I, I agreed and. You know, we kind of mm. just went our separate ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever like in that moment, um, I guess, were you ever worried that like an opportunity like this wouldn't come around again? Did you have any like, doubts as far as like where your work would go after this? Um, I wasn't really, I wasn't really like worried about another opportunity mm-hmm. like that coming around again. Because again, like I, it was never my like that wasn't one of my goals. Like I never was like, Oh, I want to shoot for a celebrity. Like that's never Mm -hmm. been my thing, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, financially it was, it was a great move, but at the same time, it it was like, I wasn't doing bad when I was here in Houston, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it was more so about like, I, I was feeling like I was losing a creative piece of me, and even when I like, mm-hmm. like when I went my own way, it took me a while to get back into a space where I was able to like come up with ideas and like really kind of put myself out there again, as far as mm-hmm. like creating my, creating stuff that I really want to create. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So when you came back to Houston or when you were on your way back, 
what mm-hmm. what were your plans? Like, how'd you get into your regular routine that you left mm-hmm. for a few months? Um. So yeah. So when I so it it was it was pretty crazy because before I left, so I, I have a a a group of a small group of close friends out here who um, mm-hmm. we kind of were starting to work together um, more often before I left. Um, we talked about a, a you know a, a few projects that we were. Um, gonna shoot, you know, in 2020. Um, and again, for me, this opportunity kind of came out of the blue. So I was like, you know, when it came up, I was like, hey guys, like I'm, I'm literally, I was like on a, on vacation in seeing family in New Jersey, and I got a phone call, and it was like I was literally leaving like the next day, like literally moved out to LA with a suitcase and a duffel bag, and all my stuff was in Houston, and I didn't get to come back to Houston for like a good month. You know, mm-hmm. so um, so before I left, you know, I was we were building something. Um, this small team of team of guys that that I work with now. Um, so when every when the, when that situation in LA kind of fell apart, um, you know, I just hit those guys up. I was like, hey guys, like you know, I'm gonna be back in in Houston. And they were still doing their thing, um, but you know, again, like those are my brothers. They kind of just welcomed me back, and you know, we kind of mm-hmm. picked up where we left off. Um, and right at the moment, again, we're like, we're, we've been slowly piecing together, um, bringing our talents together and trying to move, move forward with a full fledged, like video production company. So we shot a couple commercial, commercial projects for some, um, like for property management companies, um, and a few like small businesses. So, um, we're, we're trying to target bigger, bigger businesses and bigger clientele. Um, and it's slowly building, you know, it's a, it's a process, Mm -hmm. but um, again, that's kind of like where where we were before I left, and again, we just kind of picked up, you know, once I got back. Picked back up, yeah. yeah. And so, are they all video guys, or are they sound? Yes. Or? Yeah. Uh, well, we got uh, most of us are video guys. We have a couple photographers, um, but again, we're trying to like we're we're gonna we're gonna be building a team, so we're gonna be trying to get sound people and different people who can do these different jobs. Because again, um, we want to be able to target um certain clients and we need to have people who are very skilled in these you mm-hmm. know in these in these job settings so yeah yeah okay so more towards like the i guess what would you describe the i guess genre what genre yeah, so, oh okay yeah so so we're we're going to be really focusing on um like commercial um uh, commercial okay. video mm-hmm. uh documentary and narrative uh type type pieces so like short films and things like that so love that um, awesome yeah yep and also yep. some brands too i guess yeah so that that kind of falls into into the commercial pocket mm-hmm. um commercial mm-hmm. like a wide array of things so i mean i'm really into like the brands and fat and like fashion clothing things like that um obviously you know we you know i do fitness so you know we <laughs> a lot of a lot of us are from the fitness realm so that stuff cool. is like really really easy for us um yeah so yeah yeah yep Cool. And um, what do you think is the most powerful part about making a film for you? Oh man, it's so I this is like one of those those tough things because like I've really kind of gotten into a different space and I think it's I I have this theory like I feel like the again the way that that like social media kind of dictates things nowadays like you got to mm-hmm. really as a creative you got to be you got to almost be like, like you got to like desensitize, desensitize yourself from like, like actually like dwelling on projects or pieces. Like, 
Like mm-hmm. it was there was a point where like I would create something and I would like put it out and like sh- like wait to like get responses from people and things yeah. like that. Nowadays it's just like honestly like I create something, I put it out and I move on to the next thing because mm-hmm. like it, it, it's number one, it's so like everything is so short-lived and instantaneous and people want more, want more, want more. Um and then this again like the internet the internet is like savage. Like people <laughs> <laughs> critique things and break things down and it and it's like the people who don't even like who don't even like create anything so like the, the right, guys that right. are like so for example the guys that I work with now we shot a we shot a short film um and we put it out on the internet we put it on YouTube and like it was like we got a great response you know people we know people we don't know just a great response and then you have like these like one or two people who like leave these comments <laughs> and it's like you go on their page and they don't have anything to show for it. And I'm like, dude, like, how are you, how are you breaking this down? And you're talking about all these different aspects of filmmaking, but uh-huh. you don't have any proof of you being able to do it yourself. And it's like, yeah. like, yeah. it's one they, thing to give, it's one thing to, what's that? Do they even have videos on there? No, they don't know. <laughs> that, that's the thing. Like, like you go to their YouTube page and it's like a blank page or you go to their website and don't have mm. anything. It's like, it's like a, a GoDaddy blank page. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> right, they're right, just right. like so, trolls, yeah. Yeah, it's like trolls. So it's like, you know, and that stuff, if, you're, if your mental is not right, like mm-hmm. it can really, it can really break you down and discourage you from like wanting to do anything, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, at, you know, like again, like I try not to like really dwell on projects too, too much. Like, Mm-hmm. I, I'm very critical about things, but there are certain things nowadays that I really don't, I don't overthink. I just like, you know, get it done, move on with it and just put it out. But again, I do like when stuff has, has impact for people or it inspires people to kind of want to do, you know, something within that field or do something similar. Like that's, that to me is always super dope. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What Was there ever a time that um, one of those comments actually did affect the you know, you, I guess, or your way of thinking about yeah, videos. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, in the beginning. Um, okay. You know, cause like when I, like, you know, like everyone, they, you start out and you find, you know, people who inspire you and things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and then some of these people, like I will reach out and, you know, they, you know, they would just be like, it wasn't even like over critical, but it was just like, like, oh, you don't like, like, oh, why'd you do this? Or, Why'd you do that? Or you know, or mm-hmm. like, they comment that. Yeah, like or D, like D, like DM me. Like I'll I'll DM them and oh. ask them, hey, like what do you think? Whatever, and they know like it's for me. So as a teacher, like when I you know working in the school, it was like we call it um what is it constructive forget, criticism. Yeah, but no, we we had like a, a, a it was like a funny term for it. I forgot what it was, but it was like <laughs> there, there, there's a there's a way that you give feedback. There's a way that you give criticism, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like as as someone who has a who obviously has a a, a very good skill set, and for someone coming to that person who obviously is trying to learn there are ways that you critique and there's a ways that you get feedback instead of like bashing mm-hmm. the work, like, oh, yeah. like tell them like, Hey, maybe you should try this next time. Or, Hey, you should maybe try this next time. So you know, it, it was very discouraging because like some, like a lot of these people, like I would look up to and it's like, and I reach out to them and I'm like, dude, you're a dick. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like forget oh, that, gee. you know? So 
And that's why like now, like when people reach out to me, like I try my best to like be like supportive in their journey mm-hmm. and, you know, and try to like really push them to like, just want to do more and be better. You know, like I never really try to like knock someone's work down or I try to yeah. find like the good pieces in there, you know, and just really highlight right. those things and then say, Hey, maybe next time you should try, you know, try this, you know? Yeah. You know? That's so weird. They don't even really know you and they're just like yeah, it's, it's, talking it's, that way. That's weird. Yeah, it's, it's that clout. I guess we'll go back to this other question I have, but since we're kind of in this talking about the same thing. Um, so I kind of go through this when I when I'm done editing and I'm about to like post my work on Instagram mm-hmm. or something and. I show my friends, <laughs> I show my friends my work and they'll comment like cute or like in a text group, they'll comment like uh-huh. cute or sweet or just like something <laughs> that I wasn't expecting my photo to be called. <laughs> um, do you, uh, where am I, where am I, where am I? I don't know. How do you feel? Actually, let me read this part. Do you feel more satisfied when you post your work to Instagram or do you feel satisfied when you show when you show your friends your work and if i need to re if i need to reword or maybe the client that you're actually shooting for like i I guess what you're trying to say is like which opinion matters the most Uh or i mean i guess uh, where you get that satisfaction from yeah i mean i feel like i mean the client the clients were definitely (laughs) weighs a lot um yeah but I, i also feel like we live in a very pers- not not persuasive, but like everyone kind of follows the train. So it's like if someone sees like like for instance on Instagram, if like most people are commenting, you know, something great about the piece, then like everyone else is gonna follow, even though they might not really think that mm-hmm. it's all that great. They just kind of want to be in the mix and kind of be a part of the conversation. Um, but for me, like I, I I've more so value like the opinion of like my contemporaries and like the people who I like are very close to me, you know? So, and those, uh-huh. and those, and, and I get, I think that's what you're kind of getting at Sarah, like your, your creative yeah. friends, like, like, yeah, this I kind of like, like, yeah, like, <laughs> nor, like the normal, like the normal people, you know, like, so like, I, I really kind of value like my creative friends, like their opinion mm-hmm. and, and their, cause again, like they get where my brain is a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But kind of going back to like, like, one of the original uh, the first questions you guys said like again like when people like when there's like regular people or even random people who you know are inspired by something like that really you know that's a great feeling as well like I I really kind of like I don't take that for granted I'm like damn like you like you put together something that's you know motivating someone to want to do more or inspiring someone to to do a piece like so I never really take those type of comments or you know or that Mm -hmm. kind of feedback for granted Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you ever feel like after you release work, like what are what are the first emotions that you have? Um, like, are you excited? Because usually I go through like a whole roller coaster. I'm like, yes, <laughs> this was awesome. And then like in two hours pass and I'm like, no, this is weird. Why did I do this? And then like the next day I'm like, yeah, I just got to do another shoot or something. <laughs> do you hey, ever yo, go through I, the, like, that roller coaster? I, I used to. But like I said, nowadays, I literally I literally try not to care too much. Like, yeah, like like there's times like mm. there's there's like 
sometimes like I collab on stuff and like uh-huh. and put it out and it doesn't really then this is I have air quotes right now. It doesn't hit like it's supposed to hit on the gram. Yeah. And yeah. and it's like you're like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I, I'm, about to, I'm about to archive this thing. And I'm like, dude, I you really don't, it. I don't care. I don't care because, yeah. because again, like I said, like that piece might inspire one Someone or else. two. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like everyone doesn't like the same thing. So it's like, dude, like if yeah. that piece inspires someone or gives someone, gives someone an idea, it served its purpose. That's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really good way to look at it. I wouldn't even like think to look at it in that light. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm done. Like, <laughs> right. oh. But no, that's yeah. really good. Um, that's a beautiful way to look at it. And, yeah. and, it's, and here's the other thing about it too. It's kind of crazy because when, when I, when I, when I went to LA, like there were a couple videos that when I met with, with the, the guy that I was working with, some mm-hmm. of the videos that, that stood out to him weren't even like like really videos on my on my Instagram page or on my website that really got like a bunch of views or anything like that. But for him, it was like that stood out to him. And he was like, dude, I like I really like the way you did this in this in this video. Like we need to shoot something like that. And it's like, damn, you know, those, you know, again, those videos that you or pictures or photos that you really don't think are like all that great or don't get a really a great response, mm-hmm. you know, again, somebody looks at it as you know something of great value so yeah yeah that's a good way to look at it i'm not trying to look at look at it that way from here on out every time i do a post now (laughs) but no that's really good because usually i'm like the world's ending this is trash i'm trash (laughs) but no that's a really that's a really good way to look at it but um can you walk us through just like all aspects of you planning a shoot. Cause I know um, sometimes when I plan a shoot, I'm thinking of like everything. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then I need someone to help me with lighting. Like when you helped me. And then I was yes. like, I need to go thrifting. And sometimes I take on like too many like hats, mm-hmm. but like, can you walk us through like your average, I guess, session or shoot? Yeah. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. So um, it's, so yeah, so for me, the way that I go about like um, you know putting together a project and executing a project, when I'm doing it myself, um, yeah, it's like you said, you just you wear a lot of hats, you know. So it's like you know you start off with. So for me, the the base of a lot of my my work is is music. Um, like I I like when I'm driving, like I listen, like I'm a, I call myself a SoundCloud digger. Um, uh-huh. So like I go on SoundCloud and I find like some songs that I really like and I just let let like the random songs play after that and you know I get inspired by different sounds and different things like that. So it's literally like when I hear a song, then I, I start crafting like a piece together in my head. Um, and so for, then from there, like um, what I do is like I, I kind of reach out to like some people who I feel like might you know fit for the project if it's a personal project. Um, and then I kind of, I, what I do next is I put together like a storyboard, um, or a vision board and, Mm -hmm. and I put that together and send that out to, you know, the people who are going to be involved in the project. So, um, in the beginning, I, when I was doing everything myself, I would just send it out to the models. Um, but then there, as of lately, you know, sometimes like I have, again, that my small group of guys, like I'll have Mm -hmm. my, my, uh, my partner Brent. He's he's uh DP'd a few of my projects and I just kind of took the director seat. Um cool. so like I'll send him like my vision board and kind of like what I'm thinking for the project. 
um, just so that everyone who is involved is kind of on the same page. Yeah. Um, and then I collaborate with the models on, you know, on looks. So I do a little, you know, I do a little bit of styling, you know. Um, <laughs> you do everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, you know, help, you know, we, we craft together, you know, the styling piece and things like that. Mm-hmm. Find location. I'm a huge proponent of going out to like location scouting because, you know, I really try to make sure that, you know, the location is as I perceive it in my head. You know, I try to go during mm-hmm. the time of day that I'm going to shoot so that lighting is going to be mm-hmm. a certain way. I need to make sure all that is in place, um, you know, and then from there, you know, just put it. And then I also put together a shot list. So for okay. me, um, I'm, that's and that again, that's some something that a lot of people don't really do. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's there are people who do um, do shot lists. Um, for me, I more so do shot lists when I'm you know, renting spaces and things like that because okay. you, know, you have a certain amount of time and I don't want to go in there and kind of just freestyle. I want to make sure that I'm getting all the necessary shots that I need to like put together a piece. That's fine. Um, yeah. So, um, so is that for th- both, um, video and photography? No, so not for, for, not, not for photography, I, photography, since it's like kind of still motion, you know, you mm-hmm. can pretty much get away with, um, you know, just like the vision board pieces of, you know, the poses you kind of want to do and things like that. So that's kind of like what I, I just kind of have like a, uh, what is it? Pinterest or something mm-hmm. like that. That kind of shows like, kind of like the, the reference images that I, I kind of want to recreate or kind of play off of. Mm-hmm. Um, but for video, the shot list is kind of, for me, is super important because, um, it gives, like, there's so many different shots that you need in order to put together a comprehensive, you know, piece. So it's really easy to kind of get in the groove of things. You start, you know, you're feeling one camera angle, one camera move. And then right. next thing you know, you get home like, damn, I forgot to get these, you know, these shots. So it kind of like really helps me stay on track when I'm I'm shooting a, a, a project. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, after, yeah. So, at me, pretty much after, you know, that and those are kind of the pieces that help me, you know, on shoot day. And then after that. It's pretty much just the whole editing thing, which I absolutely hate doing editing. That's, <laughs> I know. That's what I'm, uh, dude, I, I know. hate. I hate editing. I hate editing. It's it's fun, but it's like also just like takes forever. It, yeah, it really, really does. It really does. But it creates. I mean, that's how you get your brand. That, you know what I mean? Yep. And your or your style. But yep. um, yeah. So for people listening that don't know what happens before a shoot. This is it. <laughs> Literally. Weeks of planning. Sometimes of, I make oh, yeah. Alan go out there and like stand with like a, holding up a backdrop just to like test how the lighting yeah. in the backdrop would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's held up backdrops. He's done pretty much everything. He's yeah. even like tried on <laughs> some clothes. Hey, some, of them even, some of them even shirtless like outside on the street. Yeah. Like, he's outside. I'm like, Shh, just do it. We just got to see if this is going to work. Yeah. Yeah. But now I feel you. And um, how long would you say your editing process is? Oh man, it, it just depends on 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 the on the project. Like uh-huh. if, if it's like a if it's like a one minute edit, and I, and this is really Dang bad. One minute. Oh my god. It, it, oh, all that work. No no, 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 no. Yeah, all that work for one for a one minute piece, right? Um, yeah. But I'm gonna say this, and this is gonna be this is gonna be like. I know there are there are a, a good amount of uh, people who shoot videos, who shoot films, who experience this feeling. There are projects that you shoot that you just are not into, and when you get mm-hmm. home, 
you let that thing sit on your memory card <laughs> for, for two days. weeks. Like you're like, dude, I do not want to edit this thing. Like I'm not I into it. it. I'm not feeling it. Like the, I already know these shots are trash. Like. <laughs> like it, it, it happens to the best of us but it happens yeah. to everybody yeah. everyone yeah. has to go through it every now and then. i feel you that's like me after this like i have to just i just have to do it and get it done you know yeah, yeah. but i say i would say on average like if i'm really feeling something like i can i can shoot something during the day get home and you know get it out within like yeah. a few hours a few yeah. hours. Wow. That's how I am too. Like, if I'm psyched about it, I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. let's edit it today. But no, yeah. I totally agree. Um, yeah. And just since you're our first video guy, actually, since I never really addressed this, um, what what would you call your official title? Videographer, cinematographer, director, uh, all of them. Storyteller. <laughs> story I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, as a as a as a freelancer, you, you kind of do everything. But mm-hmm. um, I, I would I would like to more so think of it in the terms of like the video production company that we're, that we're doing. And I'm, I'm more so like a DP. So like, I'm pretty much the person on the cam on the camera. I'm really like, I'm a tech guy. So I really like, I love cameras. I love all the technical things about cameras. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like where I'm, where I'm most happy. Um, I can direct, but I'm not really super like passionate about directing. Yeah. Um, especially if it's not something that um, I'm really like really into, I'm not really good at, you know, kind of like giving direction in that sense right. um but um but for the most part again cinematographer um is well i would say that's my that's my title yep. mm-hmm. and what would yep. you say and it's okay if you don't have the answer um mm-hmm. and what would you say the difference between a cinema cinematographer and a videographer is because i was just thinking about that the other week <laughs> yeah i mean it's honestly it's 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 not i don't really see a big a, a big difference um, uh-huh. most, most people say like videographers are people like who shoot like events and things like that. But, okay. um, but people, people who sh- videographers air quotes, I mean, they still have <laughs> to have, they still have to have, um, the skill set of, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the eye of a person who is labeled as a cinematographer or a director of photography. Like if you're really, really good and you're, you take your craft seriously, you're always looking at you know, framing and trying to find leading mm-hmm. lines and things. And those right. things make beautiful images. So if you're, if you're a top level wedding videographer or mm-hmm. event via- videographer, like, like you are, you have the qualities to call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. Like, mm-hmm. so honestly, it's just like the, the terms are, I know some people get offended by, yo, don't call me a videographer. Like, (laughs) honestly, it doesn't really matter. Like as as long as you're, as long as you're building on your skill set and and bettering your craft, like you'll Mm -hmm. be able to shoot whatever weddings, movies, whatever the case, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And so since you're the first like or cinematographer, videographer, guy we have on here, um, just kind of going going backwards a little bit, but what programs? Just in case there's someone listening, but what mm-hmm. programs do you use to to edit and process mm-hmm. all your film work? Um, so for me, um, I live and die by the uh, Adobe products. Um, so okay. I pretty much use Premiere Pro for um, for all my video editing um, mm. and co- and color grading. I really. I, I need to sit down and learn DaVinci Resolve, which is that's another video editing and um and more so color grading uh program. Um, we okay. just have like a a lot of better 
color control when you're color grading um, different videos in DaVinci Resolve. Um, okay. But again, it's just, it's like one of those things where you're trying to learn a new a new mm-hmm. prog- program and how it works. And I've just been so used to Premiere Pro um, for mm-hmm. every doing everything in that it just kind of really works for me. So. And would you? Um, I guess do they have presets now? For I mean, not like presets, but like, well, yeah, presets to kind of start off with for video and stuff. Like or... for the color grading. Yes, for the color grading. Yeah, so uh, they call them they call them LUTs in uh in okay, film. LUTs. So okay, um, yeah, so so it's, again, it's just like a preset that you put over over your over your video, and it kind of gives it a starting color or image. Okay, and um, you can kind of adapt and, it. Yeah, same thing as a same thing as a preset for for uh for photos. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you were teaching and everything, how did you set aside time to kind of advance your skills? Like, were you watching YouTube? Were you, I mean, did you have a mentor? How mm-hmm. did you make time for teaching and going to the gym? Because I know you go to the gym a lot. <laughs> I live in the gym. <laughs> right, right. And, yeah. and learning. Like, how did you make time for that? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, it was, it, it's, it's a prioritization type thing you know what i mean like so for me like as you said like I, I work out a lot i work out six days a week you know so for me um if i didn't you know work out before work in the morning like 4 a.m like it would be you know late at night so that was something that i really prioritized mm-hmm. um but then when it came to like the you know the educational piece as far as like learning different things when it came to like film and stuff like that um youtube was it's not like that I honestly learned a lot of stuff off YouTube. Um then I also I also dived into like a couple of like the the uh online like workshops and you know paid to you know paid tutorial type things. Mm-hmm. Um and those things really, you know, really, really helped as well as far as like just um you know learning the the basics of mm-hmm. you know of shooting video. Um yeah. But then as far as the creative, like the creative side and coming up with my own ideas, again, it's just like, you know, just honestly like thinking of stuff and just like writing it down or putting it in my phone mm-hmm. and just building concepts and ideas off of, you know, off of those things. Um, and just whenever I have time, you know, just kind of like for me, when I when I get an idea in my head that I want to execute, like I just go full fledged all in on that and just really do what's mm-hmm. necessary to like put that project together and mm-hmm. do what's necessary to get it shot. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. And um, where did you? Just curious. So, did you teach yourself all of that lighting that you taught me? <laughs> uh, I didn't. I didn't teach myself. I learned off of YouTube. Um, and then there's okay. a couple. There's a couple. Um, you know, like uh, well-known cinematographers and things like that that are just kind of like you know, I watch a ton of their stuff and just learn. Okay. Um, you know, some of the different lighting techniques and things like that. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yep. Do you have like a <clears throat> do you have like a video person that you look up to or you watch all their work or you try to yeah, you know, yeah. recycle um, their work and imitate it a little try bit? Try to imitate. I mean yeah. I've yeah, done yeah. that a few times. Nah, nah, <laughs> I, I have, so this one guy, his name is uh Riley Robbins. Um mm-hmm. dude is like to me, like dude is next level because for me, the way that I create like video is based off of sound and like his scores and like all of his videos are just like right to me they're so captivating you know it's it's never it's never like relevant music um or anything like that but it's like the music always matches like the actual video and then like 
he just shoots beautiful pieces. He does like a lot of uh, fashion films and things like that. Yeah, um, I'm on his page right now. Yeah, yeah, dude. Cool. To me, dude is like he's like he's the guy that I I, I follow him and like anytime he puts some stuff out, like I'm I'm watching his stuff. He's super dope. Um, and then there's uh there's other people like there's like nice. YouTube people who I really look up to too. Uh, Jacob Owens. Um, he has like a huge uh, YouTube mm-hmm. following. Um, and he shoots like a lot of like music videos and things like that, but he's been getting more into like short films and commercial work. Um, and he, he's one of the guys who like, when I was first starting out, like he'll put a tutorial out, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for it and like learn because he, like his teaching style is very, it's, it's very comprehensive and, and he's very like, he shows like the behind the scenes of a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Nice. So for me, like I'm a very visual learner. So, you know, I can read things and, and process, but when I see it, it sticks in my brain. Yeah. Have you uh, met any of these guys? No, I've never I've never met any of those guys. Not at all. Nope. And um, how do you feel about like sharing certain information? Like I know some photographers, um, not to bash anyone, <laughs> but I know some people out there in the community. <laughs> I know some people in the community don't like to share like locations or like poses but how do you think like i hate it i hate it you hate it I, I, you hate I, which I, part <laughs> I, I, I hate i hate when people hoard information or hoard i mm-hmm. like like for what and, and yeah. I'm, like I, I i'm probably coming out very very aggressive right now because i'm so, pas- I'm so passionate <laughs> yeah. about it no, like, i feel you i feel you it's like you find a location like so it's not like it's not your location yeah like, like for me like if someone asks me for a location i'll tell them i don't care like, mm-hmm. ask me if someone asked me like how I lit something or what were my camera settings. Right. Like, I'll tell them because it, like I feel like like information is is power. Like, why hold mm-hmm. someone hold something from someone who isn't going to is is only going to help them get better? You know? Yeah. If everyone can win, everyone can create dope stuff. Like, share the wealth. You know, yeah, everyone so. can. It could be the same location, but two different concepts. Exactly, you know what I mean? exactly. Um, I feel like a lot of people who don't share, it's because they're worried, like for their livelihood, or yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like we said, like you can create something totally different using the yeah. same, of course, materials. You know, for sure, um, for sure. So, what's your biggest roadblock so far as a videographer? Oh man, that comes to mind right away. I I, I would say, I would say the trolls, the, troll, <laughs> the haters, <laughs> the haters, the haters, finding reliable people. <laughs> I would, I would, I would say, uh, uh, other creatives outside of the outside of like behind the camera, like so, like for me, like like. Like I really, like, again, I'm really into like fashion, and I really like want to shoot more fashion mm. and like brand, like like clothing brand pieces. Um, but it's it's in Houston, it's it's hard because there are not a lot of like stylists and, and things like that. For sure, um, as mm-hmm. as opposed to like New York or you know or or, or LA, so it's it's hard to find people to collaborate, you know, with on those things. Um, and we, that's we know like, someone. I know a few people. If you need some stylists, well, kind of. Um, I'll give you them off the air. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, no. I know a few people who uh, 
do styling that I cover. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the uh, previous episode to this one, we have a fashion designer. Well, no, designer. she's actually a designer, though. That's kind of different, babe. Okay. I mean, uh, that, I that, that that too, though, right? Like, but oh, again, like, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, any, any, any of those things outside, because, like, for me, like, again, like, there, there's there's a plethora of musicians in Houston, um, but then, mm-hmm. like, outside of that, like, it, again, like, it's it's been really it's kind little, of, like, yeah, it's, it's been a di- bit difficult, even, like, in the terms of the production company, like, trying to find, like, people who have experience in, 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 in gaffing, which is lighting. Like, we all can, like, we all have basic understanding of lighting, um, mm-hmm. but, like, for me, when I was in L.A. and being on some of these bigger sets, like, there are people who are it's like crazy. master master lighters, like can make a space look completely different. And yeah, you know, those people are all throughout LA, but in Houston, we don't really have, you know, it's those very type rare. of yeah, it's very rare, you know, it's very rare. So just trying again, trying to connect with people who, you know, have different skills outside of being mm-hmm. behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I feel you. But yeah, no, I'll, I'll give you a few of the stylists that I know. Um, That'd be awesome. Later, just in case you want to connect with them. But do you follow that film or at Film Lights uh, Instagram page? They have no, some. I, cr- I think they're. I mean, they're not just out of L.A. I don't think I'm talking into my mic that well. But they're not just <laughs> out of L.A. But um, they're kind of all over the world. But yeah, they do like these crazy extensive like lighting scenarios. Mm. I mean, I think they're more for like movies and commercials but it's so crazy um but yeah i wouldn't even know where to begin to find people like that in houston but <laughs> so anyone that knows how to light something, <laughs> something reach out crazy yeah. reach out to us yes, um, yes. let's get this thing done but um Seriously. no yeah i feel you um any other roadblocks or no that's, coming your that's, way? I mean, that's pretty much the the biggest thing you know i just really try to I really, I really don't try to like dwell too much on, mm-hmm. you know, things right. I don't have or negativity, you know, cause I feel like, you know, I just, I'm like, dude, it's, it's like, let's, let's, let's just make, make stuff of which you can, you know, let's make stuff of which you can, you know, Ooh, I'm a I feel DIY like, girl. Yeah, I, I know you are. I mean, you know, I, I, I have those clamp lights out there. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, the whole depot set up, it was killing that. <laughs> but, there's people out there who like who if they if they don't have like the nice lights like they wouldn't try anything else yeah. you know so mm. I think yeah. having that kind of mindset like like you're gonna find a way or make one you know like you you're you're only gonna like make yourself better so you know I really try mm-hmm. not to like dwell on the things that I don't have I got if I have to style a, a, a thing myself like I you know hey I've gone to thrift stores with clients or models yep. before and like pick stuff out you know you know how I go yeah that's know, exactly so. what I do it's, I'm just <laughs> like so I used to be like oh I don't have the outfit and now I'm like I have five op- like possibilities in my closet from Montrose ready to go just in case oh. I've ha- I've used the same blazer like three different shoots in different ways you kind of just have mm-hmm. to just like I said DIY just do it in order to you know, right. get going and get moving on your project. Sure, yeah. for sure. So, uh, where do you actually see yourself heading next? What's your What's your next uh, venture? Uh, just, just again, just really trying to, because um, again, like I, I just got back um, from LA this summer. Like I, I, I finished that. Like I left that that job and I got back like around what was it? July, August? Like all it was like August. Okay. Um, and 
it, it, I'm not going to lie. It, it took me a little while to kind of like get my creative feet back under me. Like I was in a, like a really rough spot. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm catching, you know, I've caught that, you know, caught that fire again. Um, and just really trying to, again, you know, shoot more stuff. I really want to put like on a personal side, um, put together more like, you know, narrative pieces. And again, like, I really want to keep the commercial, like fashion type things going. Mm -hmm. Like I really want to do those kind of things just in my personal time. Um, but uh, right now, like kind of like my priority is for myself and the, and our, and my team to really get this, this production company, um, um, rolling. So that's kind of like really where, where we're looking. Like we had, was it last week? We, we shot two commercials for this, for this, um, company, um, our biggest, you know, our biggest commercial shoot to date. And again, we keep just keep raising the bar each time we shoot and we just kind of want to keep, keep that momentum going, um, keep that focus going and just really, you know, shooting higher and higher each time. Um, and kind of like going off of your clientele, like how did you kind of start to build your clientele? How did that, yeah. how'd you even get started in that? Did you send a few emails? Did someone know somebody or? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like the freelance stuff, it honestly, it's, it's, it's just come from, um, you know, kind of like word of mouth and just kind of like people just seeing, you know, seeing my stuff and just like, I've had like a very organic, I have like a very organic following of people, like the people who like follow me, like on, on Instagram and things like that. Like they're always like sharing my, my stuff with people or, you know, telling someone about me. Um, so that's kind of how I've grown like my, you know, my clientele as far as the type of people that I've, that I work with. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's, that in itself is a, is a blessing. Cause I, there's people who I talk to who, you know, they really struggle with, you know, trying to find clients or trying to, you know, find, you know, people who are willing to give them a chance to kind of shoot some things. So mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm super grateful and, and blessed for that. Yep. Yeah. Word of mouth. And even just like people sharing or liking your work is yeah. so huge. So huge. That's why I'm not going to lie. I always tell my parents, I'm like, go like my picture, go like my picture. <laughs> so yeah. you know, you never know like who's going to be looking at it, but yeah. sharing your friend's yeah. work, um, it really helps a lot and it goes a yeah. long way. So and even for me, even for me to like, I, cause I get people who, who reach out, you know, I get client, like potential clients who reach out to me about different types of work. And I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, there's certain stuff I don't shoot. Like, and I'll say like, I'll refer um, I've referred you a couple times, like wedding, <laughs> wedding photos and stuff like that. So yeah. it's like, again, that's another side. Like, I know there's people who who won't who won't do stuff like that, but for me, yeah. like, you know, I always try to put on people who you mm-hmm. know, like, if I don't shoot something, or even if I don't know how to shoot something, I'm like, you know, I've gotten some some projects where like that's out of side of my you know my skill set. Like, I got somebody mm-hmm. who has the, the tools and things ready to shoot that. Like, you can hit them up. You know, so yeah. Yep. I love that. That's awesome. Um, so basically most of your clientele is word of mouth for the most yeah, part. Yeah, yep, yep. Awesome. Yep, yep. Um, and this is random and you don't have to do it if you don't want to, but um what are some I just feel like you might live by some quotes, but <laughs> are there any quotes that you live by to kind of keep oh, you man. focused, keep you going? 
I'm not, as as you heard before, I try to re- repeat a saying that we said at our job, and I couldn't remember. I'm horrible with quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrible with quotes. <laughs> just do I can it. Think of it. Yeah, just do it. Nike. Just do go. it. Nike. <laughs> I say that every day. Um, yeah. Let me see what else. Okay. Um, and what would you say to people kind of waiting to jump in where you are or people starting the process of kind of liking video? What would you say to them? I know that's like a million things you could say. Okay. So I'm going to give, can I give you a a two-sided answer here? Yeah. Because I'm I'm very passionate about a certain aspect of this. So the, the first, the first side of people who just are looking to jump into video or photography or whatever and jump into anything like like you gotta alan you said it yourself just do it <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like seriously, just like just do it like i uh i had a I, so i had someone a friend of a friend hit me up um last week actually oh it's two weeks ago um and she, we we you know she's like hey you know i'm i'm trying to you know get into you know, video, she wants to create content and she just really didn't know where to start. Um, so, so I, you know, I met up with her just to have a meeting and she just had like a lot of like great ideas. Um, Mm -hmm. but she just was very nervous, you know, and kind of hesitant about, you know, the things that she felt like she needed to like execute, like some of her ideas. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was just telling her like, listen, like you have never shot anything. Um, you really don't, you know, she doesn't really know too much about, you know, cameras and stuff like that she was more so like a a visionary like a director so i was like Mm -hmm. hey listen like just get a couple friends you know get someone who knows how to you know use a camera i was like hey if 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 i'm available i'll even help you um and long story less long she she you know she took those words and she ended up shooting like her first project and from like the BTS photos that I saw, like, like your set was like super huge, like for your first, for your first thing. She had like, I think like eight of, eight of her friends came out or something like that to help her out with the project. And it, it looked like nice. it was super dope. So, That's you know, cool. like you really got to just like, like stop overthinking things. Like I feel like we overthink things too much and it, mm-hmm, it, it, sure. it that can really, that can really like, like halt your like creativity or even like halt the process of like even just getting out there and just like putting something yeah. something into action. So I'm like, definitely like, guilty over that. <laughs> yeah, I do that like almost every shoot. Every shoot. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta, you just gotta like get out there and just like even if you have like you know sixty percent, seventy percent of an idea or of a concept, like sometimes it's just better to go out and just kind of like put see that out there and see what happens. You know, and you never know how how it comes out. You know, so. That's like kind of like my advice on one side. Mm-hmm. The other side is <laughs> like the entrepreneur side. So it's like for me, like again, like I was like I was working a full time job and I was doing this on the side. And mm-hmm. when I was in that job, like like you get so many people who are always saying like, "Oh, you don't do this full time? Like, why don't you do this full time? Like, you don't shoot film full time? Like, I would think you would shoot this full time. Like, you need to go full time. You like, why are you still working?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. and it's it's flattering. It's it's super flattering when people say that, and you're like, wow, like people really think like like I'm really this great at this thing, and they feel like I can you know pursue this full time. Um, and we're in a space and time where like 
being an entrepreneur is like it's like the sexy thing. It's like the it's like the cool thing. Oh, yeah. like, like work for yourself and be an entrepreneur. That's that's the cool thing to do right now. Right. The, the, can, can I can I use profanity on this? Oh yeah, go for it. <laughs> go for it. The shit, the, shit, the shit is not easy. Like the shit is not easy. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not, yeah. not easy. It's like, like you, like you got to put put in a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You got to deal with a lot of crappy people when you first starting out. Even when you, maybe when you make it, you got to deal with crappy people. And it's not all sunshine right. and rainbows. It's like, like you got to be a certain type of person in order yeah. to like really do this. Be a entrepreneur. Especially in the creative field, like mm-hmm. like you gotta have you gotta you gotta do a lot. And so like I tell people like like when I was working like I, I low key had a nice setup like because like I could literally say no to a client who was who wanted me to shoot something that mm-hmm. I didn't want to shoot because I didn't I didn't rely I didn't I wasn't relying on that income. It was honestly it was like mm. a true like a true like passion thing like i would only shoot oh, stuff yeah. for clients that i really wanted to shoot right um but on the flip side it was like you know there were times where i couldn't shoot certain things because like i had i had the job you know but again like i was able to fund a lot of like my personal projects because i had that job um mm-hmm. um but now it's like you know again you have more free time and you're able to kind of like think more and create, you know, and create, mm-hmm. come up with ideas in this space. Um, and, and again, I, I feel like if you're in a space where you're like, you know, you're working and you're thinking about like trying to, you know, go full time with photography and stuff like that, like be very, 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 very calculated. Like don't yeah. just jump, just don't just jump into it because like your friends say it, or it's the cool thing to do, or you hear Gary V say it, like, like, <laughs> not, like, like for real, like, and I, and I, I love Gary V, but at the same time, like, like, you have to make sure you're doing the things behind the scenes and leading up to taking that jump, so that when you take oh, yeah. that jump, like, if you fall, like, you got some shit to grab on, like, you got it, right. like, you got to have those pieces in place. Don't just do it blindly, and you know, or you're gonna find yourself in just in a, in a tough spot, you know. So just take your time, you know, make sure, you know, you're making the proper, you know, moves when you're trying to make that jump. And I feel like once those things are in place and you do decide to, you know, if you leaving your job to go full time with something that you love, um, it, I feel like it will feel much better and you'll be in a a much better place. I completely agree. Yeah. You kind of have to be like ready, ready for your moment when it's time. Um, I kind of like, like back in 2017, I kind of just got pushed into freelance. And that year I was really just like gigging, 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 like on the Mm -hmm. weekends, all these weddings. Um, And then towards the end of the year, one of my friends, she was like, hey, I'm about to leave my job. Do you want it? Um, Well, I mean, it wasn't exactly those words, but (laughs) but pretty much she hooked me up with another with another photo job that was a little um, a little more stable than trying to Mm -hmm. go out and gig for myself. And that kind of allowed me time to really think about what I really wanted to do with photography, because at first it was just like I, I graduated college and then I just jumped into a wedding studio. Um, and that's all I ever really knew. And that's all I, you know, got taught was how to do weddings. But I had this moment, um, that this, 
job that I have now has given me opportunity to kind of like think about what I really want to do with photography. Like, do I just want to, sorry, I was trying to breathe. <laughs> do I just want to <laughs> do weddings or, or do I kind of want to explore something else? And so I do yeah. completely agree that um, sometimes it's um, best to kind of like think it out, not out of, not out of necessarily like fear or anything, but just mm-hmm. uh, get ready for your moment and yeah. prepare for when it's your time to kind of yep. break away and be freelance um yep but yeah beautifully said yes <laughs> yeah uh, i've been thinking about it a lot lately and um random but uh one of my like 2020 goals is to have like a photo challenge like once a month mm-hmm. uh, and so that kind of helps me prepare a portfolio uh mm-hmm. that looks the way i want it um, because I need to have a nice portfolio so I can, you know, kind of, what's the saying? Put my, put my, put my, is that it? Put my foot where my mouth, no, that's not it. Put my words, <laughs> put my, put my put words, mu- I don't know. Put your, money, put your money where your mouth put is. Put your money where your mouth is, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Thank you guys. <laughs> you don't want to put your foot. <laughs> it's something, but I'm basically, I'm trying to like, instead of just talking about it, I'm actually like, I want to. Like, I'm ready to do it, you know? Like, I'm ready to prove myself to myself, you know, like, that I'm capable of whenever it's my time and I'm capable to shine, yeah. you know what I but mean? Those, but those are those strategic moves. Like, you're like you're still yeah. working in your passion, but but you're you're making the moves to build something so that when right. you do take that jump, like, you have something to stand on. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, whatever you want to do can be accomplished, but you have to be able to move, like, in a smart way. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. Can, can you name like maybe one time that you were in that situation uh, where you had a nine to five job and you said, well, I'm I'm ready to do it because I have this, this, this and that. Do, can mm-hmm. you name like maybe some of those things? Like maybe maybe one of them can be money. Like, yeah. because if you're going to go freelance, you got to have something to that you can live yeah. off of for at least, yeah. you know, a few months. So can you name a few of those things maybe that that can help people out there? Yeah. So you mean as far as like um, things that you feel like you need in place? Yeah. Yeah. Or, things that you need in place. Like, yeah. Like, you know, being maybe have a financial, financial cushion yeah. or, you know, like maybe equipment wise, yeah. you know, something that can like help people say, okay, I, I'm ready to dive in full time yeah. freelance, you know, today. Yeah. Or whatever. So, I mean, so definitely, I mean, I feel like fi- finances is, is, is a, is a, is a, is one thing like if you know if you're work if you're working a job so like for instance like for me when I was working um you know there there are times like as you're shooting I feel like keeping track of like you know the type of inquiries you're getting um and and trying to just really understand like what your potential earning could be over the course you know of you know whether it's six months or a year um, with some of the you know jobs that you do, do shoot, some of the jobs right. that you're getting asked to shoot, but you just can't because you know you got to be at work or you know there's a scheduling mm-hmm. conflict. I think getting a good grasp on like what those numbers look like and being honest and real with yourself and saying, "Hey, can I survive and live off of this?" You know, in, in you know, if I leave my job, can I, am I able to survive and live off this amount of money that I'm potentially able to make? You know, and then that's, you know, that's one means of, you know, being able to say, hey, okay, I'm going to take this jump. Like if you're, if you know, you're going to quit your job 
and you're going to make $30,000 for the, for the year, can are you honest with yourself today? Hey, can I live off $30,000 a year and, you know, and grind it out for the next year or two or however long it's going to take you to, you know, to to increase that earning and get right. better at your craft, you know, but the the thing is like you got like I'm big, I'm huge on education. Like you got to keep learning. Like you can't stay stagnant. Like if mm-hmm. you shoot weddings, like go to like look, you know, purchase tutorials, go to workshops, try to learn something that you don't know how to do so that you're able to, you know, increase your worth, you know, in that field. Um, right. And, and those, like, those are some of the things that you got to really kind of like think about when you're trying to make that jump. Um, mm. So yeah, again, it's, it's got to be calculated and, and just very, you know, smart about that decision, you know? Yep. Yeah. Okay, Ashad, where can we find you to look at your work or just view your social media? What are your yes. tags? Yes, my tags. Uh, so um, my my website is www.kwadwoagyapong.com. So that's my website. Um, and then my... My Instagram, which you can again, you can navigate from from Instagram to like all my other you know social media, whether it's YouTube mm-hmm. website, um, that is at underscore k w a d w o a g y a p o n g, and that's Quajo Ajapong. Quajo is my middle name. Love it. Cool. Yes. Awesome. Is there anything else that you like thought of that you wanted to add that you can? Um, not really. I mean, this is super dope. Like, I, I, I love the fact that you guys are, you know, taking the time out to talk to, you know, different creatives and kind of get in their perspective on, you know, just everything that it that, you know, encompasses them and then what they do. There's a couple um, like podcasts who do something similar, but I just don't feel like there's enough out there and there's not enough variety. So, mm-hmm. you know, right. I hope I hope this is something that you guys continue to do and just really kind of put those out there um i'm looking forward to hearing you know the other ones you guys have you know (laughs) just do it just just, just put it out (laughs) just do it my voice is shaky and all good